welcome to episode three of Nightshaded, um, the Red Cap episode. Maps. Yeah. Um, we're actually recording this right after we just did the lore <laughs> one, because we figure we have enough information at this point to talk about mm-hmm. Red Caps, so why and not? Um, then we'll do it again, or we'll have an addendum episode or something along the lines. Yeah. Something. Um, yeah. I, honestly, it's, I, there's not... I'm sure there's a few other stories that we just can't get our hands on, but for the most part, I think we've got enough on them that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start, or should I start, or... Uh, go for it. Okay. So, general rundown of the Red Cap. Um, it's in border folklore, which I, th- I think the kind of definition of that would be um, the areas between, like, England and Scotland, mostly, right? Um, so <clears throat> they were so basic conflict going on like around a lot of the time. That right. The was... Yeah. Um, but it, it all, all specifically happened along borders. Mm-hmm. Um, probably even with like even borders of like townships or whatever that you, you know more about the terminology of the land. <laughs> I don't well, know. And that's right. And, and people traveling back and forth and slightly different cultures. Yeah. And, right. And so it's border border stuff like that is, is perfect for this kind of creature character um so they're called we go we're gonna go with red cap um i'm sure that they've got a few other names and a few other terms within other um areas of the world they might not be the same exact creature but there's definitely like patterns of this type of creature coming up in different areas um so they're also known as red combs or bloody cap um, they're malevolent, murderous, goblin, fairy-type creatures, ultimately. Um, but there's also a few instances where they're connected with, like, good fortune or nice things. Uh, typically they're found in ruined castles, um, or areas where there's been, like, a skirmish, a battle, whatever. A lot of blood in the ground, basically. They liked um, the battle. Yeah. So, mostly along the Anglo-Scottish border, um, and the reason it's called the red cap is because its little hat, cap, whatever, they dip it into the blood of its victims, um, and that gives it power, life, whatever reason. Yeah, it's some sort of life force thing, which, that's not new with connecting blood and magical creatures. Um... The other creatures that are kind of connected with it are Dunter and Powery. I don't. I didn't do much research. I've got Dunter and Powery connected. Yeah. Um, there's also the Nain Rouge. The Nain. That's fucking French. I don't know how to say this. Um, <laughs> or the Red Dwarf, um, and that's actually mentioned in Detroit, Michigan, and connected with the Ottawa tribe. So I mm. think some sort of version of it. Maybe even just the fact that it's some sort of red blood type creature, or whatever, has made it all the way into America. Um, and then in Sweden, uh, there's the Tomte or the Tomtenis or the Nice. Uh-huh. Fucking up the pronunciation. That's fine. Uh, Germany has the Kobold. Um, there, it's also there's something called the Kof God or the Cove God which is an Anglo-Saxon creature, and the Fyrderg, I think that's the, the Irish uh, red man, which is a fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they and, definitely comes mm-hmm. into it, too. Yeah, and then the 
kabouter or the kabouter mannequins, which is um, Dutch. Um, so I didn't do too much specific research into these different things yet because we might do a separate episode or yeah. expand on this one. But well, those are it, all tied with the red cap somehow. Yeah. And something interesting that I found is that when you look at the red cap and especially the association with blood and the carnage and all of that, I also found information on a blue cap, which was oh, yeah. either a ghost that was found in mines and it appeared as kind of a blue flame. I almost think of like Will of the Wisps. That's, yeah, that's what it makes me think of. That, uh, that would, uh, they would, miners would respect them and follow them and they would lead miners to rich deposits of minerals that they were searching for. So it's like the blue, the blue cap was a good thing, red cap, bad thing. So even though there are a few red caps that are known to be good too. So (laughs) it's just a lot of cultural mishmash and different stories, I'm sure. Um, so the popular tradition, and I'll give a few different versions of it, but they're, um, one of the versions is that the red cap is a result of uh, the Picts who bathed the foundation stones of the border castles with human blood and caused spirits to be summoned or created via that sacrifice um, or foundation sacrifices. So that's one uh, way that these creatures could have come to life. Um, and then the other is that they're, they're just fairy-type creatures um, that are, that they look like goblins, sturdy old men with red eyes, taloned hands, large pointy teeth that wear red caps and wield pike staffs with iron boots on their feet. Um, they're said to murder people who travel to the ruined castle and dye their hats with the victim's blood. And if the blood staining the hat dries out, then they die. Um, so either they are created by human bloodshed or they already existed and they're attracted to it and they just tie themselves to those locations. That's what I'm getting from what I was able to research. Um, yeah. And in terms of like escaping them, you can apparently if you recite scripture, um, yeah, which would not- call them to cause them to shrink, shriek and then disappear. And then one of their fangs pops out and hangs out on the ground. So you can collect their fangs, I guess. You could show how many you had gotten rid of if you had a necklace of them. I guess so, yeah. But they're they're known to be pretty aggressive, malevolent little things. And I, I think, for the most part, they are known to be a bit small. Like, yeah, on, on the smaller side. Yeah. Like, think they know them, like, that kind of little thing. Um, but they definitely didn't... They would run away from anything dealing with Christianity, the Holy Wars. Like, they wanted no part of it. And Yeah. Like, well, that's know, not pay- new with fairy-type creatures, either. No, or fae. The, the pagan versus the you know the newer religions and christianity coming in and that was about all at that time um because one one guy that we found information on uh was lord solace um what is his full name william william the second de solace something like that i've got lord william de solace robin redcap cool yeah robin redcap was basically he he had so he was a Scottish border noble, and he died in 1321, and uh, basically his castle was arguably protected by, he had a red cap that was confined to that land, and that was Robin Redcap, basically. Um, and there's actually, there's a fun poem, if anyone's interested in looking into it, because it's on the lengthy side, um, by John Layden. He was a poet in kind of the late 1700s. Um, that is a, a verse poem that's really fun, that's... A conversation, if you will, between Lord Solace and Robin Redcap, um, and his his Hermitage Castle. Um, but let's see what else. 
because there's something because I was finding stuff on brownies too but brownies I think are a different they're similar but there's a different aspect to them because they're 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 more like a house elf right I think I think maybe the reason that pops up is because like they're tied to a location mm-hmm. like you right. know like the brownie stays in one household and helps clean and all that and yeah. is a good thing and then yes. you got red caps that you know stay where there's been bloodshed and want to kill more people and make their cap nice and pretty and red nice um, and pretty red uh so yeah m- for the most part they're tied with like evil and negativity and things with violent pasts um i guess i did do a little bit of research into also the the fear derg uh the irish red man person fairy um so they they wear red coats and caps. Sometimes they're also known as rat boys. They're said to be fat, have dark hairy skin, long snouts, and skinny tails. They're classified as solitary, um, and it busies itself with practical joking. But that that joking can become gruesome. Um, they also leave changelings, and they're also said to have connections with people's nightmares. So. I can see where that one would be tied. Nothing specific about it being, like, tied to a specific location. But it's solitary, which I think redcaps are. Um, and they cause trouble and they be- they can become gruesome. I'm not sure if they dye their, their clothes with blood, but... I, th- I think maybe they're rooted in the same original myth or story. Yeah, I would um, say a branch of it, a subset of it inspired by something like that something that i forgot to mention about william de solis is that uh he was known for being involved with the kind of the dark arts the black arts if you will um so he had a long history of of cruelty um in and of himself so even without looking at the idea of robin redcap being involved whether it was people that believed in robin redcap or not he was alone was known for for his cruel behavior Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, but yeah, he's an interesting guy. Interesting guy. And poem's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. let's see. I think those are the main main things that I have. I mean, it's it's a lot of... We've gone over a lot of the stuff that... You know, the foundation stuff. And a lot of the stories. That, a lot of them were, you know, it's in poetry. It's, it's an old... Uh, yeah, I think old... we've ultimately broken it down into, like, basically the core of what the red cap is not necessarily following all these kind of like little tendrils that extend out of that um where people kind of expand on whatever myth they maybe have originally heard and recorded um i mean there's lots of people that mention like oh if you go into its lair or if you go into the ruined castle you're he'll fling stones at you or he'll just stab you with a pike staff and collect your blood um Honestly, I feel like more of them would be dying because I don't know how many people are going to always turn up at some sort of place where there's been a lot of bloodshed. Yes, maybe the castle ruins, but But how often would you really come across someone just, like, scampering into some place that was a battlefield? I mean, for some people, that's their thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now, but we don't, back then, there weren't that many people. But no, well, superstition was a real thing, and, you know, mythological creatures and all of the little creepy crawly things. Um, well, and it's interesting, too, and I'm sure that we'll touch on this at, at, at another episode, because there's even more information that we could delve into, is is the concept of 
battlefield creatures and battlefield mythology and, and how that was. Yeah, I, I think I have that as a point to cover at some point as battlefield lore and mythology. Because they of, would be that for sure. It would definitely fit into that category. But it's interesting to notice how, you know, some of it is on the battlefield, whereas others are more linked to... Um, you know, kind of like we were talking about the brownies, like there's a specific spot that they have to stay in and whether they stay there against their will or if they choose that spot, it probably depended on. Yeah. A it almost red- sounds like a curse too. like yeah. maybe the origin also could have been like, oh, the whole bunch of people fought here and died here and maybe one specific person or they all merged into some sort of creature and it's their curse now to suffer in that location and their curses if someone comes there they must kill them and like get another blood sacrifice or something like that maybe yeah um, and, and for robin redcap in particular he was referred to as a familiar like yeah. it was he was working for DeSolis, like it was his master so what that relationship was i'm sure it, it varies on who you talk to and what poems you're reading and books you're reading but yeah fascinating little guy yeah, I've like I can't even remember where I first came across them. Probably some when I was in middle school, I like we had like a few random mythology books. I think maybe there was some sort of entry in like the it, for sure it was from the 80s cuz that library was not up to date whatsoever. Um but there was some sort of book that kind of listed a few mythical creatures and for some reason the red cap was in there and I just kind of thought that was an interesting little story of like oh there's some sort of creature that to survive has to dip its cap in blood to keep on living or whatever just a violent fairy basically basically yeah violent fae um you know one version of a violent fae or goblin right whatever it just just seemed particularly bloody because i mean i think the worst of them are the ones that do the changeling crap oh that's scary we'll cover that at some point but um I did also collect a few instances where they pop up in popular culture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, they're mentioned as goblin-like creatures that lurk in places where blood has been shed. So that's probably the most basic version that most people may have come across. Um, and there's a few things on this list that I'm not necessarily familiar with, but I took down Tales of Witchwood by Daniel Martin Eckhart. Um, they're also in Supernatural, kind of. Yeah. Um, of course. Uh, <laughs> Dean is chased by a fairy and a red cap, but they don't name what the fairy is. Um, but no so I think it might have been a reference. Yeah. Um, and then I do know this author, but I've not read this series or book. Saga of the First King by R.A. Salvatore. Oh, that sounds really familiar. Um, and then this one I do know. Mary Gentry novels by Laurel K. Hamilton. Like, yeah. they're really... They're erotic fairy novels, basically. Um, but the red caps are mentioned in that, and they actually have, like, a fairly prominent role uh, to some extent. And then also Blue Oyster Cult did a song called Before the Kiss, a red cap. Right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What else? Um, and then there's the Fables comic series, which I've heard of but not read. I think you may have heard of that, yeah. And then in Hellboy, Blood and Iron, the animated series, they're mentioned. And this is an interesting one. Uh, In a video game called Fable Legends, 
um, instead of dyeing the cap with um, like a victim's blood or a human, whatever they're killing, um, they're, they hammer nails into their own skulls to make the, the cap turn red. Oh, that's Which really I thought cool. was pretty intense, and I'm wondering if that's maybe another version that just we just hadn't come across that they pulled. Yeah. I mean, it makes me think Berserker a little bit, like that's, yeah. you know, going into the battlefield. Uh, and it, well, I think it also kind of goes along, like, they, they'll do it to themselves, but they'll also do it to each other. They're just mm-hmm. not killing humans to make their caps red. They just hammer their, their skulls in, and then it bleeds into their cap. Right. Or it might just depend on what they have access to. If there's that no too. human, and their cap is slowly turning whatever color it is when it's not red, and they need that fix, I guess, if you will, then... That's what, it, they, I, honestly, that's kind of what it sounds like. They're little drug addicts. They just have to make their yeah. caps red with blood. It's that bloodthirsty, like, which is so common in all kinds of creatures and lore and mythology. It's all mm-hmm. over the place. It's such a fundamental core aspect of it. And there's a lot of really cool artwork out there, too. Oh, yeah. On Pinterest, or because that's, that's my go-to. Uh, but anything else, there's a lot of really cool art out there where, with people interpreting red caps, whether it's from old-school mythology books or even some new, uh, more, more com- not common, um, contemporary art. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would, I would highly recommend just looking it up because everyone has a slightly different interpretation of what they look like. Yeah. Which is cool. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much, I mean, I feel like at some point we got to go in deeper if we can. Yeah, this is and, scratching the surface, definitely, but we wanted to give But you maybe a not, bit. like, it could also be pretty much <laughs> this, and we just could have pulled a few more specific examples, but yeah, I just mm-hmm. really liked, I think I'm the one that brought up red caps, because I Sorry. really liked them. They were, but you were the one to bring them up. Yeah, so I was yeah. pretty excited about looking more stuff up about them but yeah they're fun little creatures Mm -hmm. yeah and it's kind of weird now that i'm thinking about it a lot of the um a lot of like the garden gnomes that people will get have red caps they have red caps exactly but they have like the smiles on their faces and it just makes you just makes you look at them a little little differently or Or not or not that could just be you (laughs) or just hey you know you're protecting my my kingdom that's my house so do that yeah, I'd rather just get a creepy looking <laughs> goblin thing with a red cap and yeah, then and like yeah. I would replace it every day with a slightly different looking one like it's been moving. Yeah, I like that. And it lo- it'll look like it it's like on the hunt and about to take your blood so it can dye its cap again. Closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz each one the cap could be a slightly different Or color maybe one. I'll make it into a fountain and then just dye the water red so like the cap is always bleeding over it. God, you have to do that. I need to do that. Happen. No one take that idea. I'm, or you can take it, just don't sell it. Just make right, it exactly. a DIY project. Right. <laughs> but that would be, actually, that would be really fun. Just have, like, a fountain, but the cap is bleeding red. Yeah. Great conversation starter when you have people come over for the but first time. But I don't time. want people coming over. I don't want anyone to be near me ever. <laughs> That's the whole point. Exactly. <laughs> So you have, oh, so you have it in the front yard. Yeah, it's to scare people off. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, what's wrong with that house at the end of the street? And they're like, we don't talk about that. Yeah, you don't, you don't talk about That's it. where she lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to make one, and then I have dibs on the second one that you make. Sure. Cool. I like this plan. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's red caps. 
Yeah, red caps, yay! And more other creepy mythological lore type things to come. Yeah, unless we die. No, don't say that. I'm gonna say that. Alright, guys, bye!